0: Yo, what's up, you guys? It's Mio Dari, Sweeney, host of No Money, Mo Problems, and I'm back again. Um, really excited. I feel like this is an exciting content week for me. Uh, a lot of different things happening. Uh, but one of those things I'm really excited about is I have a podcast with, uh, Peter Lazaroff dropping later on this week. Um, if you guys don't know who Peter is, Peter is on Investopedia Top 10, um, as far as one of the top 10 financial advisors. Uh, he's a contributor for Forbes, Matt, for Forbes Wall Street Journal, uh, his book, Making Money Simple which for those of you who listened to the episode with him, you can actually get a signed copy of his book. Um, The details are inside of the episode. But with that being said, um, I just want to share a really funny story because with uh, with me and Peter's podcast uh, or one of our podcasts finally dropping, I have to add a little bit of context slash, uh, I guess you can say just a funny story, which I think will eventually tie into some good lessons towards the end. Um, and if you guys are expecting me to talk about some specific financial planning techniques today, I won't. Uh, today's more so going to be a little bit more around like career advice for young professionals. Uh, so with that being said, me and Peter, we met, this was like spring of 2019. So, uh, you know, Lubbock was a hot place at this time. You know, uh, Texas Tech basketball was cooking uh, on our way to win a national championship or close to it. Um, and PlanCorp had uh, come to Texas Tech to recruit from our financial planning program. And that's where I initially meet, met Peter. And um, they took a couple of us students uh, out to dinner i forgot exactly where we went but it was a nice restaurant in lubbock and uh which i don't know how nice that is in comparison to other places but uh i remember afterwards i asked peter i was like hey would you would you like to join um our podcast that we're recording tomorrow and i just started a podcast with a couple of classmates at this time and peter ended up coming to the podcast we did the podcast it was a great episode um shook his hand he went off to st louis and, uh, I wish I could tell you guys the rest was history. <laughs> but, uh, me and my friend, we went back to go click play and the mics were muted. <laughs> so I was terrified. I was so terrified. Cause like, dude, this is a really big deal. It's a, um, you know, really great guy. Phenomenal connection. And how am I going to tell him that this podcast, this hour and a half that we just spent was basically wasted? Uh, so I was like, okay, well, you know, he's a chief investment officer of a pretty big firm. And, uh, you know, he has other things on his mind. (laughs) Peter sent me an email that Sunday (laughs) asking when the episode was going to drop. And I had to let him know that, uh, but I found it really funny. Um, because really whenever you look at the grand scheme of things, I still ended up getting not only an internship, uh, at plan corp and <laughs> ended up. Now I'm here. I'm working here full time, live in St. Louis, which is crazy. Never thought this day would come. I uh, always thought I was going to stay in Texas, but I say all of that to say, uh, for those individuals who, you know, if you're a young uh, professional or if you're in college and, you know, you're finally kind of getting around that, um, time that, you know, now it's important to, you know, get a job or, um, start interviewing. I, one thing I always want to tell people, and I'm sure you've heard this before, it's closed mouths. Don't get fed, you know, um, uh, I, I just I just think about the the willingness to approach Peter and Peter to and he still is a big deal to me. Um, but you know I would say now that me and him have a developed relationship, which I'm really excited for you guys to to hear some of that through the episode. Um, but you you have to be willing to step outside of yourself to do some things that are a little bit scary. Um, to actually get the goal that you have in mind. Um, if it's that dream job or that company that you never thought that you would be able to get a job with or an interview with, like man, just just talk, like, I mean, cause at the end of the day, these people that we see, they're just people. And I think that, that adds to the, to the, to the next story. Uh, so. This was uh this was spring of 2020 so the pandemic is in full swing I'd already accepted my internship at Plain Corp was excited uh but I was you know going to have to intern virtually which I was a little bummed about cuz you know I wanted to live the internship experience move to a new city um you know work in an office you know just the the 5 days a week you know the what was normal back then and as I'm on Twitter, because around this time, the last dance had come, and you, for you guys that don't know, I love LeBron to a fault. It's probably an issue in my life. Um, and you know, since there was so much Jordan love on the TL, whoever, whoever was talking about Jordan could get it, you know, and still to this day. <laughs> I mean, if you guys really want to have some type of debate, just at me on Twitter, at Odari Swinney, um, and say anything negatively against LeBron or Drake. Um, and I'll, I'll have time. Like, I will have time. <laughs> I will have time to defend those two men on, those two men's honor. Uh, and with that, I remember one day, I don't know, at the time I didn't know who this guy was. All I know was he was in my mentions talking about Jordan. I was like, man, you can get it just like anybody else, you know? So I'm shooting at him, you know, Twitter fingers, uh, as Drake said. And I'm going back and forth with whoever this, whoever this uh, guy was on Twitter and uh i'm just like you know it's it's nothing uh, another day at the office <laughs> uh another day in the pandemic really and uh i would always go to our company website to look at different names just to look at different faces to see the people that i would be working with and as i was scrolling down the website i saw a name that looked a little familiar and the last name was kirkhoff and i was like hmm that, that last name rings a bell i wonder where i saw that from <laughs> come to find out it was the guy that i was beefing with on twitter and immediately i was like i'm gonna get fired <laughs> like i'm going to get fired i will not have this job anymore because i've been going at it with the president and ceo of our firm like i'm an intern who hasn't even started yet so i was freaking out um obviously everything was fine and uh it was actually really cool because whenever i ended up uh, moving to st louis and uh chris our ceo uh just in general is a, is a really approachable guy um but i think it it really taught me the the benefit of really just being yourself whenever um you go to work and um and chris has been a huge advocate of this of uh he always tells um other other colleagues or um other employees um to just bring themselves to work every day and i think it Whenever I um, entered into the professional world, I always remembered hearing um, people, you know, making a very clear distinction between their work friends and their regular friends. They're like, no, that's that's work friends, like, you know, um, almost making it sound like this 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 negative connotation or this expectation to block yourself off from um, other colleagues. And and um and it, just even in the short time that I've I've been a professional, I, I've seen how that train of thought can actually be really dangerous, um, not only for your own career advancement, but just for work in general. So I want to give you guys um, three tips um, or three benefits of really just bringing yourself to work every day. Um, so the first one would be, I, I think this allows you to communicate better because whenever you engage your other coworkers or your colleagues, the people that you're working with, your managers, the people who work under you, um, you A, you know, figure out who they are, their quirks, um, different things that they like and that they don't like. Um, and that allows there to be, you know, a little bit of a smoother work process because at the end of the day, um, we would rather work with people than robots. Like we, we don't want to work with just systems. Like we we have our computers and we have, um, different systems that we use, but we have colleagues because they're, um, they're creative and, and they're, um, and, you know, they're wise and and there's so many different things that you can really get from each individual. So I would say, um, one of the benefits of bringing yourself to work and engaging other people is the value of um um of really just being able to communicate a little bit more effectively inside of your day to day. Um so I would I would challenge you if there's if there's someone that you feel like there's there there might be a I don't even want to say tension, but just difficulty in, in working with, I would challenge you just to, you know, maybe grab drinks with that person after work or to get coffee with that person because it's gonna go a lot further than you would expect. The second thing is uh in college I, I remembered uh I was really thankful for our financial planning program. Really pushing us to network um, not only with uh, alumni but um, you know hiring managers or whoever it was they, they did a phenomenal job of teaching us how to just network and engage one another uh, and I, I remember like my first couple of networking events it almost felt awkward I was like how do you do this and um, really come to find out, it's really just kinda how we do everything else in our lives. You know, you just engage people and you just talk to people. Um, and I, I I know that whenever you're in college, it's there's there's this grind that you're on because it's you know, you come to college to get an education, but for a lot of people, um not only just to get an education, but to get an education to then get a job. Um so whenever you get that job it's so exciting which it should be um but I think sometimes we stop we stop that work of networking and 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 that's the second point that I want to get at is uh is networking should not stop after you get the job um and that's not just outside of your company I mean internally you and you know and a part of this is is dependent on the size of the company or the firm that you work for the corporation that you work for um but I think that 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 we we should really uh I, I would almost say change the 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 mindset around networking networking is really just relationship building <laughs> like that 's the reality of it is you are building relationships, so not only should you continually on the outside um, build relationships with other professionals with inside of your space or outside of your space but also inwardly the people that you work with you should continually. Build on those relationships and engage those individuals because um, one really one really a uh, insightful thing that I've heard uh, from one sportscaster that I love, Colin Cowherd, is he he always talks about um, your salary or your job security is always defined whenever you're not in the room, and I think a lot of that is brought into place not only just by the work that you produce at work, yes, but then also the relationships that you continually build upon. Um, and then third would be that there's value, um, in the in-between. You know, sometimes I think efficiency can be overrated. So for myself, starting off, you know, I started working in the middle of the pandemic, which, you know, I always tell people, I think it's going to be really interesting to see, uh, you know, our generation or my generation 15 to 10 years down the road inside of the workforce. And, uh, for, you know, really the first year, you know, the first year of, uh, of working, I spent, Really the first year and a half, actually, because you know I interned and stayed on uh, through my last semester, um, I was completely virtual, you know, which there are some people who will probably work virtual for the rest of their lives and there's people who are gonna go back to working in the office five days a week, and you know I think there's a lot of us who are probably in that hybrid and uh I just noticed whenever I went back to the office and as I got a little bit more acclimated because I never I was never in the office pre-pandemic, so I, I don't know what I don't know what it was like. And uh, I started to notice that I was a little rushed. You know, I was a little rushed whenever I was present amongst my coworkers, because all I ever knew was whenever I'm virtual and I'm working at home, all I'm doing is just work and it, I'm not going to say that and in some ways it could have actually been a negative. Um, not that I've necessarily, uh, you know, asked anyone directly. Um, think I've just picked up on some of these things and some people have actually given me feedback on this. Um, but really, um, whenever someone would have a conversation with me or would bring up a topic, like in the back of my mind, I'm like, I need to get back to my computer because I got to get to work. Um, but I, I started to notice that that effect or that affected, um, the second thing that I just talked about, the relationship building and the networking, I mean, I can spare literally 35 seconds, maybe two minutes, you know, like in the grand scheme of things, what does it mean to spare two minutes of your time at work to, you know, just simply talk to your other. Co- and I know it sounds so crazy, but I think that we forget that there's so much there's so much value in the in-between. And, and I guess I I, I want to explain it in this sense of, you know. Every great athlete has to have time to rest. You can't just continually beat up your body and just keep on working because in the same way, you can produce really great work um, at work and you can get it in on time. But what does that mean to your manager who doesn't know you? They don't know you as an individual. They don't know the different things that make you excited. And I know it might sound crazy, but these things are valuable. You know, These are valuable things that you should uh, – Try to work towards and, um, and try to achieve. So all in all, I just want to get at one, um, whenever you bring yourself to work and engage others, um, it helps with communication, it helps with relationship building, and three, it teaches you that there's value in the in-between. So with that being said, uh, thank you guys so much for listening to me today. Uh, I'm excited for the other podcasts that are dropping this week. Please tune in. I have a lot of great stuff coming. Um, and follow me on all my social medias, at Odara Swinney on all social medias. Talk to you guys later. Peace. Odaro Swinney is an employee of PlanCorp. All opinions expressed by Odaro and any podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinion of PlanCorp. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. Clients of PlanCorp may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast.